It's your girl Vina. Grab your wine glass, grab your cup, sit back, and get ready because I'm about to serve some juice. Hey, hey, hey. What's up, everybody? It's your girl Vina. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. This is episode one of season two. Oh, I feel like right here there should be like hand claps. They'll be like, woo. I'm really proud of myself because I never thought that I would have a podcast, right? Doing a podcast wasn't even something that was really on my radar. Although I've always wanted to be in like the limelight (laughs) since I was younger. Uh, Although I don't know if this is like really being in the limelight. Maybe one day, you know, name it and proclaim it, right? Put it in the universe is what I'm always saying. Eventually one day I feel like someone will hear this and be like, yo, (laughs) who that girl Vina we need her for our show or she need to be on the radio maybe not the radio the radio that's it's not big enough for me so a quick recap of what happened in episode 22 from season one right I told y'all about the meetup that I was hosting because your girl is the main admin for New York City Polypoc as in people of color because I realized some of y'all do not know what POC means But yes, I'm the admin on Facebook, which is a polyamorous based group. We had a monthly meetup and we go to a restaurant and then we go to Taj. Y'all know I told y'all most of my booze, my bays was here, right? (laughs) I had Warehouse Bay there. I had Film Bay there. I had Eccentric Bay there. Nurse Bay was not there. So I had three different guys that I was dealing with at this meetup, right? And some people, if you're if you're monogamous, right, and you know nothing about polyamory, which I hope you know something because you should have listened to season one, you might be thinking like, Mm-mm, this girl is wild. She got three different men at the same location that she's messing with. What is she doing? I'm not just messing with them. I'm I have relationships with all three of these men, and yes, they all know about each other. Now, me and Warehouse Bay are no longer together. None of the people at the meetup really know because I don't really broadcast my relationships, well, their statuses in the group, right? Um, but he and I are like fresh out of out of our breakup. Me and Film Bay, you know, things are things are a little rocky between us, right? We trying to keep it together. So I was very surprised that he was even at this meetup. I invited him, but I didn't know for sure that he was coming. So when he popped up, it was such a good surprise. Like, hey, my boo is here. Okay, he come through with the come through. All right. And him coming to this meetup, I knew that he was trying because he'd never come to a meetup before. And this is not the first one that I've had. And but the dynamic between the three of us, you would never think that. Right. And it felt really good to have them there. And then I've got a centric guy was going to come. I just feel like I'm in this nice little mixing bowl of men that like all adore me in some type of way. I'm like, am I the dip and they're the chip? Or maybe I I have no idea. No, I'm the biscuit and they're the gravy. I'm definitely the gravy and they're the biscuit. And they're just like ready to just sop me on up. Okay, so I know I probably made it sound like I was talking to several different men in episode 22 when I told you guys all about the happenings at Taj, right? So I told you about 
dancing with this one guy who was kind of stiff. Still don't know about his two-step. Um, I don't know. Then, <laughs> then, you know, walking with this guy to the bank and everything. This is all one person, right? So just for clarity, so you guys are not lost and thinking like, well, who was this? Who was that? This is one guy. This is all the same person that happened to be at the meetup, right? So just want to keep you guys uh, on track with the story. That that That's going to be it for the recap of episode 22. So if you still don't remember, just go back and do what I did and listen to the episode, right? <laughs> so it's funny, right? We've just had to stop, I think, about three times because, you know, my favorite people, I mean, that with all of the sarcasm ever, the elephants upstairs are always at it, always at it, you know, and then, of course, there's planes going by and yeah, let's get into this episode, right? So now moving forward, right? had a great time at the meetup and then the next day of course what are we doing we're talking about the meetup in the group and of course I posted pictures and you know the 10 out of thousands of people from the group that came I'm lying it's not thousands of people like right now I think the group is at like 400 and something which I've been like steadily deleting people so I think at this time in the um Maybe we were at three something, like 300 and something people, but only about maybe 12 people came to this meetup because, you know, people are people and they're flaky. So the 12 of us, or I won't even say 12, maybe eight of us who are participating in this discussion about what happened at the meetup and how much fun we had. And then, of course, all of the little flaky ass people want to chime in like, oh, man, I missed the meetup man when did when was it did you post yes bitch I posted like get out of here I posted several times it's at the top of the page it's a whole event please don't do that to me oh my god there's nothing more that I hate than me advertising something and talking about it so much than for a person to be like oh I didn't know you're lying yes you did you're new and you just chose not to come just say you didn't feel like coming I respect honesty. So if a person just tells me, hey, I ain't had no money. Hey, I didn't feel like coming. Hey, I didn't think it was people were going to come, so I didn't come. Whatever. I could respect that. But when you try to play in my face and say, oh, I didn't know, now I'm just losing respect for you and I don't even want to talk to you. Go away. So I have all of that going on on this post. This guy that I had met at the meetup, right, he does a post saying, you know, thanks for inviting me. I had a really good time. And I tell him, you know, I'm glad you came. You know, it was good to meet you. And he's talking about, you know, him being stiff. <laughs> he was, guys. He was a little stiff. And I told him, you know, it was okay. Uh, and he tells me how he's he's glad that I got him to get more involved and that my effort didn't go unnoticed. And then he gave me like the little winky face emoji. So, you know, I'm like, hold up, hold up now. What's going on? Because, you know, that's how people be trying to flirt, right? <laughs> In these Facebook groups. Now he kind of like a little bit on my radar. I'm not surprised that he's talking to me, but I'm surprised that he's talking to me, right? Because I didn't think he was trying to check for me. I'm never thinking that anyone's really checking for me, guys. Like, as much confidence as I exude, I never really know when someone's checking for me. (laughs) I 
never really know when someone's checking for me unless they make it like really blatantly obvious. And he made it obvious because I did an engagement post, right? This is after the post about the meetup. It was uh, like a post that said like, hey, post a pic to see like who's interested in you, right? And then people could comment under your picture. When I post my picture and he comments and says that he thinks I'm majestic, I'm like, oh, oh, he wants your girl. (laughs) He's using a big word, even though majestic really is not a big word. But for some of these guys online, majestic is definitely a big word, right? Because everybody wants to, oh, you're beautiful to death. But no, he tells me that he thinks I'm majestic. And I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I think he was checking for me, right? Mr. Stiff Dancer was not checking for me. <laughs> you go slid into his DMs, right? <laughs> but like, it's kind of late. Guys, this is like the most inappropriate time to be sliding in anybody's DMs, right? Maybe, hear me out. Maybe it's not inappropriate for other people, but for the way... I roll 12 a.m. is not an appropriate time to send anyone a message like, hey, you know, I saw you do. No, 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 no. This is not the time that you do that because anything after like 1030 is like booty call hours. So you hit me up late. I'm thinking like you trying to be fresh. Mm, I don't even I barely like to even respond to people on dating sites super late. And my reasoning for this is that I don't want them to think that I'm going to be up and entertaining their ass at one in the morning. Now, occasionally I am up and I should not be up, right? I'm supposed to be in dreamland, but I be doing my own thing and not sleep in the bed, but scrolling, not sleeping. And someone will send me a message and then there I go replying. And I'm like, wait a minute, I'm setting myself up because I don't need him to think that this is a norm for me. This is not a norm. Do not try to get conversation from me at this time of night because I'm going to be asleep. Practically, I need to be asleep by 10 o'clock. If everyone had their in my life had their way, I would be asleep by 9, <laughs> which feels so early. But, you know, I realize that, honestly, 9.30 is, like, not a bad time to, you know, it's not a bad time. So you can wake up and get dick in the morning. Most of the time I'm by myself, so I don't even know why I'm over here trying to front. Like, I just be having dick ready for me in the morning. It's not. Most of the time, guys, I am by myself. But if I'm not by myself, yeah, go to bed early so I can rise early to get dick. But anyway, I don't try to, like, give a full sense of who I am when people match with me online or when I hit people up. Because I do not want you to get, thinking like, oh, yeah, this no-. no, this is not normal, right? So me messaging him at 12 o'clock was like, oh, no. I don't want him to think that I just be up. I didn't think that he was going to respond. And I even started off my message with like, hey, I know it's kind of late. You know, I saw your post. I saw what you commented on my picture. Hey, what's up? Right. Guys, why did this man reply to me? I was like, oh, you are awake. We start a whole conversation, an in-depth conversation at 12 o'clock at night. I don't be getting these type of conversations with men. What made it so good, first we started bonding over Janelle Monet, right? And we really don't waste any time asking each other like the hard questions, which is kind of unusual for me. Not that I don't want to know, but men don't always do this. They ask the same BS questions to get to know me. Oh, where you like to go? What do you like to eat? What do you like to do for fun? Now, this guy did ask me all of those things, right? But guys, he asked me 
and we ask each other, what are we looking for in a spouse? Come on now. Hello. Come on now. Guys don't be doing, they do not access. Really, what they want to know is, do I suck dick? What's my favorite position? That's what they really want to ask. But they don't always ask that. Although recently I had somebody ask me if they could lick my ass. And I was just like, wow, 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 wow. That was a bit much. I don't really want that. But good luck to you, right? But so this guy, <laughs> he's, asked, he's asking me what I'm looking for in a spouse. So I'm like, Lord, <laughs> Father God, are you, are you trying to tell me something? Because this man is coming through with the, the serious questions. Okay, you, you, know what I, you know what I want. Okay, I, I'm listening. <laughs> I'm paying attention. I'm not going to mess up the assignment. Something that I really like about this man is that he is very straightforward about what he wants, right? And a lot of men say that they're straightforward about what they want, but they're not. They try to manipulate women into getting what they want. They hold back what they really want because, again, trying to manipulate the situation. They will tell women that they want a relationship when really they're just trying to fuck. They tell women, yeah, I want a relationship, but really they just, again, they just want to fuck. They just want to have a good time. Anytime I see a guy's profile that says, yeah, looking to have fun, automatically I'm like, oh, he's looking to fuck, right? They want coochie, right? They just are too scared to come out and say that. If a man can articulate in such a mature way that, yeah, I want to fuck, and this is how I want it, but I also want A, B, C, and D with you or with a woman, maybe not me because he doesn't know me yet, but I also want these things with a woman. Man, when I say that you you are on the road to possibly getting all of the coochie that you want because that is so refreshing because men don't do that. Guys, I'm like clutching my coochie right now because I'm it's like I'm getting excited just thinking about it. <laughs> because men don't be don't shake your head at me. So many men do not, they don't do this, right? I mean, this man told me that he likes someone who likes sex, right? Now, before y'all say, oh, everybody likes sex. No, everyone does not, okay? That definitely needs to be an episode. Everyone does not like sex. They have sex. They participate in the sex, but they don't enjoy the sex. We participate in stuff in school because we have to, not because we want to. We do it because it's part of the passing the grade, right? We know it's part of the class. Oh, I got to do this. I got to do the group project. We don't want to do the group project, right? You don't ever call something that you like to do, like a hobby or whatever. Oh, I participate in this. We don't describe things that we want to do as, oh, we participate in it. And some people are like this about sex. They don't really enjoy it or they want to enjoy it, but they're not having fulfilling experiences. So they're just doing it because, well, I'm in a relationship, I'm dating this person, and it's expected of me that at some point we're gonna have sex, so I'm gonna have the sex, right? <laughs> the sex. <laughs> and they just go on like that for years because they don't speak up. You know what, I'm not gonna give, give away all my good juicy tidbits. We're gonna save this for another episode, right? But he said, he likes someone who likes to have sex and sucking dick and has a decent ass. <laughs> so, you know, your girl, I got a nice booty, right? My, my booty nice, even though I got some big titties, but I got a nice booty, you know, and I love sex. <laughs> I don't dislike sex. I love having sex. Like, I want you to love having sex with me. Not just that you love sex, but I want you to love the sex with me 
And if you treated me good, I will suck your dick to the white meat, okay? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I will. You will know that I'm enjoying it, right? I'm not just doing it to do it. I am doing it because I am enjoying pleasing you, right? Like, in that moment, it is my job. It is my everything. Like, I'm not thinking about anything else. So when he said those things, I was like, oh, I could do that. Like, now he didn't say he wanted me to suck it to the white meat, but I'm saying that. <laughs> How many men have told women, I want somebody to suck my dick? I know you're not telling women that. I know you're not telling women that because that shit sounds crazy. <laughs> Y'all are not being honest. <sighs> Gotta take a sip of my drinky drink. Y'all are not out here being honest and telling women, y'all want somebody to really suck my dick. Y'all think that in your head, but you're not honestly telling women that. We like the honesty. It's how you deliver the honesty. It's how you deliver it. Some of y'all are so uncouth. Oh my God, you don't even freaking know how to talk to women. You just say it in like the worst way. They were like, oh my God, are you five? What is wrong with you? If you would have said it differently, you could have got it. You just talk yourself right out of the pussy. The pussy's there and you just say some dumb shit and we're like, oh God, now let me put it away. <laughs> but let me not stick on the sex because that really was not the most important thing about our conversation. But, you know, I, I was honest and said I like a man that has a decent penis size. Because, you know, guys, I've been kind of spoiled. <laughs> in that arena when it comes to you know men and their penis size so that is always something that I kind of be thinking about what are you working with because y'all remember that episode about the guy with the pencil dick oh my god I don't want that I don't want that I don't want that and I told him how much I like to eat and I like naps <laughs> I like naps and you know shopping as part of my self-care and our conversation just really took me by surprise because I felt like, hell nah, somebody lying. We have too many things in common and this usually doesn't happen. I'm looking at him. Well, I'm stalking his Facebook page, right? So I'm looking at him and I'm like, him, 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 like for real. Like I just, I met this man yesterday his little goofy self on the dance floor, all stiff. Him? <laughs> nah. <laughs> this not. This who you sent my way? <laughs> like, <laughs> we really got all these things in common. I don't believe it. <laughs> Y'all ever have those moments where it seems too good to be true, and you just like, mm, I don't believe it. So I'm having this conversation, and we're going back and forth. For hours, guys, remember I said I started this conversation at 12 o'clock. I did not intend to be on the phone so late. Y'all know what time we got off the phone? Do you know? Take a guess. What, an hour, two hours? We were on the phone to after four in the morning. When the last time you sat and text somebody? Like, you're not really texting anybody else. You're not on anything else. You're not on IG. You're not on TikTok. You're not on, you're not on Facebook. You're just sitting there texting, having conversations back and forth with one person consistently. There's no real gaps for real. Y'all just back and forth, back and forth, communicating with each other for hours. I almost never have that. Thus far, up until this point, even with Warehouse Bay, we never had that. Film Bay. 
we never had that. Now we had, I had good conversations with them and we talked on the phone and stuff. But when we were first getting to know each other, we didn't talk like this. Even with Nurse Bay. Me and Nurse Bay, we talked a lot on the phone. But I mean, that's a different situation because I already knew her. We, you know, we met through the warehouse bay. So that was different. But I haven't, even dating, even dating monogamously, I can't remember the last person where I talked on the phone, well, text or anything with somebody for hours, like completely new. And I'm talking to them this much. I never got the vibe of, dang, all right, why she keep flying back? Shit, go to bed. I never got that feeling from him. It was actually thorough conversation. You know, because sometimes people start talking, they get sidetracked on one thing. They don't really know how to bring up different topics into the conversation. They'll just get stuck and you're like, dang, is he still talking about sex? Even, Even though we did talk about sexual stuff, it was like we talked about it, then we moved on to something else. The fact that I was able to have such a long conversation with him and I didn't get tired of talking to him and I wanted to continue talking to him. Like it was a little scary, like even at that moment of like, whoa, hold up, really? Because I wasn't expecting it. I mean, but you, we never really expect anything, do we? And he wasn't checking for me. He already told he told me. That he wouldn't have talked to me. You know why he wouldn't have talked to me, guys? Because I got kids. <laughs> y'all, for, In case y'all forgot, I have two children. He told me it was the age of my children. So I had on my page, like on my banner, right? It was a picture of me and my children. But it was an old picture when they were probably maybe six and eight. In reality, they're like 10 and 12 years old, right? Right, so he doesn't, but he doesn't know this. So my kids being young are like a deterrent from him, right? He's like, oh, she got little kids and he's not really with it. So he didn't even think about talking to me and, or trying to get to know me. And so he saw your girl at the meetup, right? Because, you know, your girl don't go nowhere looking like a, a bag of laundry. I'm looking like a whole snackety snack. So he saw me in person and was like, hold up. <laughs> maybe I could do this (laughs) and once he finds out the age of my kids is like it it makes it solid for him like okay (laughs) I can handle that (laughs) Uh, I find that so funny (laughs) um but yeah so I'm not I wasn't ready guys I was not ready I know that quality men are out here right I've come into contact with quality men all the time but are they men who are going to want to date me knowing that I'm polyamorous most of the time no they'll date me trying to get some of the coochie right that always be at the top of men's list whether they're honest about wanting to get coochie or not is another thing but they they'll date me for other purposes but to date me and like to actually have something solid with me uh is you know it's a little ghetto out here and it's dating so to meet him and realize that we have so many things in common and he knows how to be honest and very forthright and what he wants I'm like okay (laughs) okay universe I I see you working (laughs) possibly in my favor I'm not gonna get excited though because right when you get so excited that's when I feel like you get disappointed and maybe some people will say that's like 
the worst thing to think when it comes to like relationships and stuff or just to have this the, just to have this type of thought process but I've been disappointed I've been disappointed more than enough I've tried a lot right not always making the best choices but I've, I've definitely tried a lot um and I've been disappointed so to kind of avoid to avoid that kind of disappointment and hurt I don't like to get excited about anybody I if anything I I think about it not working before I think that it's gonna work which I know probably sounds crazy but I just think that it's probably not gonna work before I actually think that it's gonna work that way I can't like it doesn't hurt as much when it does when it doesn't work now does that always work no like my feelings still get hurt right I'm not I'm very much a person who wears her feelings on her sleeves. Not all the time. Like, I've gotten way better than I was when I was younger. I think that's something that my daughter is learning now and struggling with, uh, of not wearing her feelings on her sleeve and trying to trying to be ironclad when I'm, I'm not even ironclad. But I've learned different things over the years of how to kind of mitigate the 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 hurt a little bit and so this is one of the ways that I do for me to just not get so excited so even though part of me wanted to get a little excited about him I was just like probably ain't even gonna work even though he is in a poly group and yeah he's saying all the right things and it's all it sound good right it sounds amazing right to the point where hey I'm on the phone with him texting for four hours clearly it must sound amazing to me but in the inside really I'm like girl don't get excited this man could be trash just like some of these other men all right and whoever hears this don't take this as me saying "Ooh, all men are trash because no all men are not trash but there are trash men out here so we're not going to act like there aren't trash men because there are just and there are trash women as well okay so those sentiments aren't reserved for men it's for everybody. They're trash people, right? He got to show you because you just, you never know. But like the little voice inside, like, I was like low-key excited. Like, oh my God. But I was like, hey, relax yourself because he could be anybody, okay? He could be anybody. But it definitely made me feel as though this was a a turn of events for me. Like maybe this was going to be a new era in my poly journey all right guys that was the end of episode one for season two ooh, ooh. hopefully i can get some good like <laughs> music or something there <laughs> i don't know but i'm i'm excited and thank you guys for listening thank you for coming back i really value every one of my listeners Anybody who listens and follows me, whether I talk to you in real life or I don't know you yet, I value each and every one of you guys because you all kept me going to want to do a season two because I think it's valuable content and you guys should hear my perspective from the things that I'm going through. And some of y'all want to learn about polyamory, right? Y'all want to learn about the struggles, even if it's not for you. Y'all still interested, right? You want to live vicariously through me and find out all that's going on. So, you know, I'm here to give you all the tea, all the juice, everything that you could possibly sip down. I'm here to deliver it, right? 
for a second season and i hope all of you stick with me because i have so much more content to offer you so many more stories so much more education for 2022 for season two. Ooh, that rhymes <laughs> But y'all know where y'all can find me. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Spotify. I'm on Breaker, Anchor. I'm on Instagram. My juice is their religion. And I'm everywhere that you can listen to podcasts. Don't ask me about if I'm on YouTube. I don't feel myself. So get your lives together. <laughs> but come back. And I hope y'all are waiting for episode two. Stay thirsty, my friends.